Hey, hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for Friday, the 15th of September, 2023. We're halfway to the month, the end of the month. Welcome to it. I'm Derek Hunter. I am your host. Oh, man. Getting geared up, getting fired up for the weekend effing review. Tonight at midnight at patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast or DerekHunter.locals.com for all you lovely supporters out there. I think this one's going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Check it out. Please support the program. Enter the contest there. Everything you got to do. <clears throat> it's just a nice little hub. All right. So the big news, the big news is Hunter Biden has been indicted. He's been indicted on three gun charges. And he faces up to 10 years in prison. Now, Hunter Biden, in no way, shape, or form. One thing you notice about all the defense of Hunter Biden Nobody talks about how he's a good guy. Have you noticed this? Nobody says, my God, Hunter Biden is just the salt of the earth. I wish, I wish he lived next door to me. I wish he were my friend. I wish my daughter would date him. I wish, whatever. Nobody says that about Hunter. Actually, that's not entirely true. There's one person I know who, is, who has said something similar to that about Hunter Biden, and it's Tucker Carlson. Tucker lived near Hunter Biden for years in Washington, D.C. They got to know each other. Their wives got to know each other, his first wife. And uh, apparently he wasn't always a hopeless junkie. And so Tucker said, no, he's a good guy. He's a good whatever. Whatever. I don't think Tucker says that anymore. I think he's seen more. I I think Tucker doesn't have a whole lot of respect for people who cheat on their wives. And then uh, especially with their sister-in-laws. But whatever. In the defense of Hunter, since defending Hunter has become a sport, a pastime, a job for the Democratic National Committee, nobody says Hunter Biden is a good dude. Nobody says, oh, Hunter Biden is uh, salt of the earth. Because he's not. And I suspect, I don't know the man, I've never met the man that I can remember. Who knows? But um, you don't become a jackass late in life as far as i know as my experience goes people who are complete asses have been complete asses their whole lives right it's grown it's gotten worse over time it was rarely in check many times a lot of times it's children of privilege children of wealthy powerful people and you just find them why wow, you are excuse my language it's not the weekend effing review but you were a dick when you were 20. You're a dick now. You're a bigger dick now. That's usually how it rolls. You just because of the indulgence factor. These people, depending on who their families are and what, how much money they have or whatever political party they're in or whatever, they tend to be indulged. The adults tend to be indulged. And then their children are even worse because if you're trying to curry favor with the parents you will once the child is discovered to be in trouble they will immediately the adults will go look we're going to take care of it don't worry we're going to senator congressman whatever we're going to take care of it don't worry about it we've got this 
and then you've suddenly got gratitude from these people uh, who are wealthy, who are powerful, who are connected. That's why you do it. You suck up to them. Well, it takes a special kind of parent in that situation, and I don't know that any of them exist currently, but it takes a special kind of parent to look at their kid getting into trouble, know that they have access to the levers of power or the ears of the people of power, the decision makers, and they decide not to make that phone call. Or they get the phone call from the chief of police saying, we we picked up your son, he was drunk driving, he drove the car into a ditch, nobody was hurt, everybody's fine, but uh, if, you, if you want to come down and pick him up, we'll, we'll let him go this time. Just make sure that it doesn't, it'll take a, an incredible amount of character for a parent to say, no, no, my child needs to learn. Charge them, throw the book, treat them just like everybody else. I'll be disappointed if you don't. They're just, I don't know that I could do it, to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, if my kid was going off the rails, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think I could. But I think most parents would look at that and go, well, I've got to help my kid. What kind of a monster would I be if I didn't help my kid? Well, you, uh, the, the people in power in Washington, D.C., the moneyed, same thing in Hollywood, the people with money, the people with power there. They do flex that muscle for their kids, but more often than not, they don't need to flex that muscle for their kid. The name, the last name of the kid does the talking, does enough talking for them. So they are protected and insulated. This creates little monsters. This creates insufferable kids to be around. This creates just complete and total jackasses. You, there's nothing dumber and more self-destructive than a, a, a boy in their teens or 20s. Now imagine if rather than the fear of God, the fear of their parents, the fear of prison time, whatever, whatever, or just simply growing up, growing out of it. Imagine you don't have any of those fears. All you really have is that eventually you might tire of it, right? The tire of the party lifestyle, the lifestyle with no consequence. Well, clearly Hunter didn't do that. He indulged it even further. He became a full-blown junkie. And in the course of being a junkie, he, used purchase, he purchased a firearm. He purchased a handgun. On the application for the, on the background check, he denied being or using substances to alter his reality. He denied being a junkie. Well, you sign that under penalty of perjury. Not just Hunter Biden, but everybody does it. There are people in prison who lied on that paperwork, who are serving time because they lied on that paperwork. Hunter Biden was treated differently until he wasn't, until there was no other choice but to treat him like a normal human being and charge him. Will he ever see the inside of a prison cell? Probably not. If you watch this unfold, I imagine it won't be much of anything. Another sort of plea bargain will be set up. It will be more in line with what other people have. You know, it's, this isn't 
He hasn't been charged on the tax evasion. I don't know what's going to come of that, but they're not going after him after the tax evasion. That that one would be a serious fines. That one, there are a lot of people, famous people, who have done a lot of time for significantly lower tax burdens that Hunter Biden has uh, evaded. They don't want to bring those charges yet because, or they're not, well, who knows what's going to happen with those. It'll be a tougher case to make a plea bargain. A plea, you can find cases related to these gun charges and other gun charges, thanks to Soros prosecutors, where the, uh, the remedy was, they can't drop the charges, but essentially they'll find those too. But they'll find cases where they go, you know what, we're going to, uh, community service, six months suspended. If you fall off the wagon, you do any, then you go to jail for six months. You can come up with that kind of a plea agreement. I suspect that will be, or you never know. They could also fumble the prosecution, fumble being in air quotes, and uh, create such legal prosecutorial malpractice that he walks free. And they say, well, we tried to nail him, but what are you going to do? Honest mistake, whatever. We'll get him next time, champ. We'll definitely not make that mistake when it's a Republican. Whatever the case is, that could be another possibility. But what I want to point out is the way that the left is reacting to this news. Uniformly, they are of the hive mind. So I have some, some tweets here from some idiot leftists. And I swear to God, I don't know how these people just don't eat a pile of hemlock. I really don't know how they can live with themselves. If I were this much of a whore, I, I don't know what I would do. I, I would not be able to, to handle it. Start with Ellie Mistal. Ellie Mistal is Fat Albert with white hair. A little bit, a little less type 2 diabetic than Fat Albert, but not much. He is the justice correspondent for the nation, and he's all over MSNBC. He's also something called the Alfred Noble Fellow for the, what the hell is this? The Type Media Center, just another left-wing laundering outfit for shoveling money to fascist causes under the guise of tax-free charitable work, I'm sure. Ali Mistal tweets out, Good luck, Merrick Garland. Your weakness has orchestrated the indictment of a private citizen trying to overcome drug addiction so Republicans can try to hit a bank shot off him to his loving father, all because you are afraid of looking political to Fox News viewers. This is the justice correspondent for The Nation magazine. Yes, yes, that's what's... I've, I've never seen so many progressives, particularly progressives of color, rush to the defense of a rich white guy since, well, Joe Biden and, well, Bill Clinton and, well, Harry Reid and, well, just the, every, every, every single Democrat, every single rich, rich white Democrat they run to the defense of. This one is a little bit different because it's a kid of a, uh, a rich white Democrat, the adult child, the adult son, not even child, the adult son, of the president of the United States. Forget Hunter Biden is in his 50s. He became allegedly, if these people are to be believed, he became a the world's oldest rookie crack smoker in his 40s. 
when his brother tragically died all too soon. His brother, then he turned to substance. Forget the fact that he was tossed out of the military a couple years before his brother died. But that's beside the point for crack, for cocaine use. It's, it's, that's beside the point completely. Ellie Mistal says the only reason they're doing Now, these are people, each one of these people that I'm going to read to you are people who insist that your Second Amendment rights need to be infringed in order for people around you to be safe, that you will be seduced to the dark side of the force by the inanimate object that is a gun, and you, if you have one, run a nah, 60% chance of going on a killing spree. Why? Because the inanimate object controls you. It's weird how they do that. They, they also simultaneously advocate for actual monsters for actual criminals, for violent human beings with zero redeeming qualities or any real chance of redemption as a member of our species, they advocate for them to get out of prison. They advocate for them endlessly. By We have an over-criminalization uh, over thing. We have far too many people. We have a school-to-prison pipeline. We have a this, we have a that. We must use prosecutorial discretion. We have to empty out the prisons, defund the police, all of this crap. But when it impacts a white guy, suddenly they're all upset. It's a different tune. It's a different tune. He shouldn't have even been charged in the first place. Donald Trump, any Republican, throw the book at them. Throw the book at them. They deserve to die in prison. But somebody who lies on federal firearms paperwork and then his girlfriend, who was his sister-in-law, uh, throws the gun away in a garbage can near a school, that's no big deal. Come on. What are you going to do? Who He's just, he's just, and this is one of their talking points, he's just a guy battling addiction. He's just battling. Addiction makes you lie. It does. But it doesn't make you lie in writing. It doesn't make you lie on federal paperwork. You don't need a gun uh, per se to smoke crack you don't you really don't but he chose to lie on it he chose he actively chose to lie it's not as though he was unaware that he was lying he's a lawyer and he's the smartest man the president of the united states has ever met so Ellie Mistal is pissed off at Merrick Garland for bringing his uh, charges but let's just get in the wayback machine to March 27th 2003, when Fat Albert again tweeted, quote, again, just a thought here, but maybe we could ban guns instead of books, end quote. See, guns are the problem, unless they're wielded by rich white liberals. Then Ellie Mistal runs around clamoring for another milk bone. He's a good little dog. All these Democrats are trying to suck up to Joe Biden. It's really sad. Keisha Lance Bottoms, a former mayor of Atlanta. Not a very good mayor of Atlanta. She was not going to win. She decided to drop out because she is a woman of color as well. She was hired by this administration to advise, I think it was this administration, to advise Joe Biden. She tweets out, can anyone tell me how many people have been federally indicted for purchasing a gun while dealing with substance abuse issues? I don't know the answer, but in my over 29 years in a, as an attorney, I have never heard of it. End quote. Well, I really highly doubt you dealt with criminals on this level, Keisha. 
But if that's your unit of measure, I promise you there are people in prison for just this. None of them are sons of prominent politicians, but people do get prosecuted for this. You either have to say Hunter Biden should not be charged and everybody who has been charged needs to be released from prison and pardoned, or you need to accept the fact that Hunter Biden has been charged with a crime that many other people are serving time for. You can't have it both ways. I know you want to suck up to the President of the United States, but you can't. Wajahat Ali, after this indictment, who here no longer plans to vote for Hunter Biden? Raise your hands. Again, another, now all of these Democrats that I've been reading to you are obsessed with race. They are obsessed with race and how this society is fundamentally racist. And the system is fundamentally racist. And it was created to benefit white people to the detriment of people of color. All of these people are people of color. All of them have espoused that on just about everything, every one of their media appearances, every one of their campaigns, whatever it was. That's where the left lives. But now suddenly, the system is wildly unfair to an incredibly rich, privileged white guy whose dad just happens to be president of the United States. Well, if the system is rigged and screwing over the wealthy white son man of the president of the United States too, well, then the system maybe isn't rigged at all, right? Then maybe maybe everybody's treated fairly. If if everybody's screwed over by the system, then isn't the system functioning? Then maybe nobody's really actually screwed over by the system, right? Wouldn't it be fair if it only were poor people of color, as these Democrats have all espoused up until this point? The system is rigged against them. They can't get ahead. They're screwed. If suddenly it's now Rich Whitey who's also getting screwed over by the system, then maybe the system is functioning quite well, wouldn't you say? Just a thought just occurred to me, but I think that that might be something that might be worth exploring. And then we've got George Takei. George Takei, Mr. Sulu. He tweets out, Wow, Hunter Biden has been indicted on three gun charges. That must mean there's probable cause he committed those gun crimes. And if you agree, then you'd also agree there's probable cause that... Trump committed 91 crimes, right? See, George isn't very bright. I once sat in the room with George and three other people, four other people, including his husband, Brad, who's very nice. Brad is smarter than George, but Brad isn't an actor. Um, or George, I, was, the question was asked to George, why do you... if Talk about the internment of Japanese Americans during World War II because one of George's earliest memories was FDR interring the Japanese population of the West Coast and that was George's family and George himself when he was a baby. And he found a way through the most twisted logic, the most amazing display of Stockholm Syndrome coupled with stupidity that I've ever seen in, in person to blame... Republican Supreme Court members in the state of California 
for what Democrats did. He also is saying things like, well, the Republicans in Congress in Washington were going to do this, and blah, blah, Republicans. So FDR ordered something to be done to preempt Republicans, from to stop them, prevent them from doing it themselves. That's a hell of an argument. That's like saying that guy's going to go and murder his wife. I better get over there and shoot that lady first. That will be better than if he does it. It doesn't make any sense. Does it? But that was the case that George was making. Why? Because George isn't a thinking person. It's nothing against George. He's been an actor since he was a kid. He probably didn't finish high school, and whatever bit of schooling he got, he probably wasn't all that good in. Because when you go into acting, it helps to be dumb. It, it's not uniform. It's not universal. It's not across the board. But it certainly helps to be dumb. I know many actors who are wildly stupid. And having been a one-year theater major my first year in college, I can attest to the stupidity of members of every college's theater department. I can also attest to the intelligence of some people in Hollywood, in movies. Adam Baldwin being case in point. He's a very smart man, very funny guy. He is not... Brad Pitt, you don't see Brad... Brad Pitt is a great actor. He gets wildly underrated as an actor. You watch his performance in Snatch, and you first sit there and you go, that guy's just... What the hell? He's just blah, 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 making stuff up. But then you... About five, ten minutes into him being on screen, you you begin to realize he's doing an accent. He's He is committed. He's actually saying things. You wouldn't have thought he was saying anything when you first talked. When he first talked, you're like, oh, my God. And then you begin to appreciate the brilliance of the performance. The performances that Brad Pitt has give, given in just about everything have been really good, especially you know later in life, once he became more than just eye candy. But you don't see what you don't see is Brad Pitt being interviewed on things that are unrelated to acting. He doesn't go on the View to sit there and let the ladies pick his brain about whatever is going on in the world today. He is smart enough to know how dumb he is. Or he's smart enough to hire people who know how dumb he is. Then his people keep them away from certain interviews. He'll do one segment on The Tonight Show, just only stick to these topics. And you think, well, what kind of... The Tonight Show... Look, all these late-night shows will happily have Brad Pitt on. They'd have him on for an hour, and they would agree to avoid any and every topic that his people demanded to. But his people aren't going to do that because you can't trust these people. But they'd happily do it because the entertainment media is the only thing, the only media that's more corrupt than the political media. And it's only just barely. But there are a couple of other things that are flawed, if you will, about George Takei's argument. See, both men are innocent until proven guilty. The difference being that Donald Trump has been accused of crimes that in most cases aren't actually crimes. They aren't. I still am unclear as to what the charge is based on in New York City by Alvin Bragg. That he paid a woman to keep her mouth shut? That's perfectly legal. If anybody committed a crime in that equation, it would be Stormy Daniels, not Donald Trump. She was the one who was extorting the money. Paying a bribe is not a crime. Bribery is the crime. But that's neither here nor there. Even in the indictment, they don't actually say. They say that he committed, he's charged with committing a whole bunch of other things in the commission of, that are only criminal 
if they're in the commission of a crime, if they're done for the furtherance of a crime, but they never actually say what the crime was, the, the root crime was that made the other activity illegal. It's wildly stupid. It should be tossed out. If I were Trump's attorneys, I'd be down there now demanding this case be dropped out, dropped, but whatever. I'm not Trump's attorneys. There's fundraising to be done off of it. Whatever the reason, I think it's it's bad politics, but the hell, the guy's raising a ton of money. But there's also the difference between what Trump is charged with and what Hunter Biden is charged with in that what? That Hunter Biden has already pled guilty or agreed to plead guilty to the charges against him. He's already plea bargained these out, but because they were not accompanied with a get-out-of-jail-free card for everything else he might have committed over the course of his life, he, he and his lawyers decided they'd rather roll the dice and face the prospect of three years. Really makes you wonder what else is out there that Hunter Biden has. Wouldn't you? If you just wanted to get this behind you, if you had not committed a series of crimes, and you just, I want to put this behind me, I'll plead guilty to these to gun charges, these uh, tax charges, and we'll just put it behind us now. That would be enough. You should be ecstatic with a deal that nets you zero time in prison, shouldn't you? Yet Hunter Biden said, no, that's not good enough. I want basically blanket immunity in perpetuity retroactively to anything else you might find. Well, the prosecutors, of course, because they work for Daddy Warbucks, they, uh, yeah, of course, of course we'll give you that. But to a normal human being, and I don't know that any kind of deal was ever struck of this sort, to a normal human being, they might hear that if I'm sitting across from somebody and I'm offering them a sweetheart deal on some tax charges and some gun charges, and they say, oh, by the way, deal's off unless I get absolute immunity on anything else I might have done. My inner monologue, little angels and devils sitting on my shoulders would go, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Maybe this dude has done a lot more stuff. Maybe this dude, we can't make that deal. You cannot make that deal. There's got to be, nobody puts this deal, this sweetheart deal where you literally, all you've got to do is not murder somebody for six months and you get away with this. That was the deal, essentially. Nobody's going to risk that deal. Nobody's going to walk away from that deal unless they get absolute immunity from other things, unless there are things out there that they desperately want absolute immunity from, more so than whatever they're facing with these crimes. It just would make sense. Like, what in the hell is he talking about? What do you mean you want absolute immunity? No. You mean if we find a dead hooker in the trunk of your car, you want absolute immunity? Yes. Well, no, because now I want to look in the trunk of your car. Now I want to really scrutinize a whole bunch of other things. See, the Justice Department was going through the motions in the prosecution of Hunter Biden in the lead up to his plea bargain. They cut literally a deal that no other human being on the face of the earth would have ever gotten. And they pretended that they'd somehow brought about justice. It wasn't until the judge asked a basic question because the judge 
had never heard of anything of the sort. It was, Wait a second, this is he gets immunity for like everything else. Everything, and yes, that's what the prosec- That's what the defense attorney said. That was their understanding. And the prosecutor said, "Well, well, uh, realizing that the cat was just let out of the bag, that they got caught with their pants down." And I said, "No, no, 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 no. We're not uh, not saying that. It's not immunity for everything else." And then suddenly, the defense attorneys, who likely know all the skeletons in Hunter Biden's closet, said, "Wait a second. No, the deal is absolute immunity." We are not going to, uh, let, we're not, no, we're, we're, we can't. We need this deal. That seems a little weird, doesn't it? It sets off the radar of normal human beings from sea to shining sea, but apparently not a single normal human being works in the media or regularly appears on Morning Joe. So those people just sit around and say, well, those evil, dastardly Republicans, all Hunter Biden is trying to do is to get his life in order. Well, part of getting your life in order is going through a 12-step program. It's my understanding, never having gone through a 12-step program, but having known enough people who have and seen enough people go through, that one of the things that you have to do is take responsibility for your actions, no matter how unpleasant they were and make amends to it for them. Own them. If you want to beat the addiction, you have to recognize the horrible things that you've done in the throes of addiction. Face them so that it helps deter you from ever going back and like, I don't want to go back into addiction and all those horrible things I did. This is not doing that. This is the opposite of doing that if i don't i mean since all of these people are suddenly drug counselors going it's just some guy with a substance abuse problem trying to go about his business and the mean old dastardly republicans won't let him go about his business the mean old dastardly republicans are actually helping him go along with his 12-step program the personal responsibility part again do i think hunter biden will ever see the inside of a jail cell no i don't I think that Hunter Biden is 10 feet tall and bulletproof. This, however, and I'll leave you with this one. This will be a little bit conspiratorial slash prediction. I don't like to do predictions very much because it's not really a discussion of the news, but I want to lay down the marker out there before everybody else steals it. This, This is the key to getting rid of Joe Biden for Democrats. This is how they do it. They're still going to have trouble figuring out who to get next and how they can get rid of Kamala Harris at the same time or not support, not nominate Kamala Harris and go with a rich white guy in Gavin Newsom. But they'll burn that bridge when they come to it. This is their key. They've been saying all along, Joe Biden is not senile. Joe Biden is perfectly fine, perfectly healthy. He can serve. He's fit to serve. And you evil Republicans are just lying. So they can't go, well, dude, senile, he's got to go. They can't. That contradiction in what they've been hammering into people's heads for three years is too much even for them to overcome, since, especially since 70% of the public now says the guy's lost it. But his son facing jail time, facing serious jail, 10 years is serious jail time. That is likely going to be, if Hunter Biden went to jail in, say, a year, 
for 10 years, sentenced to 10 years, he does five. There's a good chance Hunter Biden will spend the rest of Joe Biden's life in prison. Nobody wants that for their child. Even if Joe really doesn't care about his son, they can at least use that as an excuse so that Joe Biden measuring the landscape out there and seeing what those evil, nasty, mean old Republicans are doing to his boy, to his sweet, sweet, nourishing boy who banged, you know, the Thanksgiving turkey if he could. Joe have to give a heartfelt checkers type speech to the nation where he offers up that he is going to pardon his son and then he's going to resign the presidency effective the next day he's going to do that that would be my guess as to how joe gets out of this democrats get out of this you can't have hunter being pursued for all the crimes out there this impeachment investigation goes away if joe biden is no longer president of the united states republicans will do what they always do we're we're looking forward we're not looking back and we're going to let him go and this all just kind of gets swept under the rug the rest of the biden family gets to keep their 20 plus llcs they get to keep their 20 plus million those 20 million that we know of where the rest is where those llcs end up in swiss bank accounts who the hell knows But then Joe gets to nail himself to the cross and ride off into the sunset. I'm doing this for my boy. They went after my boy, and I can't have that. He turns the reins over to Kamala, and then the fun begins. Then Democrats are stuck with the worst decision to choose for vice president ever versus their virtue signaling and their ethnopolitics that they play. They will have screwed themselves into a corner and they will have ended up with somebody who makes Joe Biden look popular. The only politician in the country, maybe, or the only Democrat anyway, in the country that makes Joe Biden look popular is Kamala Harris. And they can't easily get rid of her because the only person sitting waiting in the wings is a rich white guy. I do love it when Frankenstein's monster comes home to destroy the castle, don't you? Anyway, we'll see if I'm right. I just wanted to get that out there before uh, other people steal it. That's what I see as the exit plan or the possible exit plan right now that is out there if Joe begins to realize what everybody else, including his pal David Ignatius, are saying is you can't win, you got to you got to resign or you got to drop out. This could be the way to drop out. It could even be I'm going to not seek re-election, but I'm going to pardon my son. Maybe that's the deal. Time will tell. That's it for today. Tonight on the Week in and Review, who knows what will go on, what will happen between now and then. You'll have to uh, tune in to hear at patreon.com slash Podcast or derekhunter.locals.com. Five bucks a month or more. You're welcome for more. You're encouraged for more. All of it goes to... Uh, I basically pay for the maintenance of the equipment here and pay off my new laptop and all that good stuff. Keep this show going. So uh, let me appeal to your guilt. Sign up. Enter the contest. Have fun this weekend. And uh, we'll be here either at midnight or back on Monday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.